0: Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. In 2017, I um, was hired as the primary and middle school chaplain at Holland Hall School here in Tulsa. And I was teaching and we came across this scripture reading because we were studying the Gospel of Luke. And it was my first year teaching. I have no history of teaching other than people in my family. And the kids were sitting there. They were seventh graders. And they said, so this woman had a spirit? And I said, yeah, for 18 years she was crippled by a spirit. And one of the kids said, but aren't spirits good? And I thought, had never thought about that. And I said, well, they can be I think but this one was not good because otherwise it wouldn't have been a problem for 18 years and one of them goes wait a minute was she possessed I said I remember I said it was my first year teaching and I said well yeah because it wasn't a good spirit that crippled her for 18 years so we had a discussion and someone said was it a demon and I my first year teaching I'm just going to put that on the wall, and we talked about it, and about two hours later, I got an email from the head of the middle school, said, could you please come to my office? I said, sure, what's going on? She said, "Um, I got an email from a parent, Um, did you talk about demon possession today? I thought, kind of, and I showed her the scripture, and we talked about that. Now, I say that kind of as a funny thing, but this woman was not in a funny situation. She was unable to stand upright and crippled physically by a spirit. She was hunched over, and I believe the exact words are quite unable to stand upright. Some people over time have said possibly she had a calcium deficiency or she had some sort of arthritis or something trying to justify this thing. But remember, Luke was a physician. If she had something wrong with her medically, he could have addressed it probably. But he made it clear that it was a spirit that crippled this woman. And Luther tells us that this woman becomes an example of all humanity because she is curved inward, into herself. Now we... All of us are curved inward because of the burdens of life, the burdens of religion, the burdens of expectation, etc., etc. We become victims of crippling by the law of which we are taught to live. We encounter things like behavior modification. You better get on the right side of justice. You need to get yourself right with God. Many of us have experienced that in a church. Many people have experienced that in a church, being told that you're not good enough by the leaders teaching you in a fear-based religion. Because of this, we are unable to see clearly Christ in our midst freeing and saving us. Now let's get back to this woman's story. She did not come to the synagogue to seek healing. That was not her her duty that day. She didn't go there because she was seeking out Jesus to touch the hem of her of his garment. She didn't follow him trying to get up the courage to find him. She went to the synagogue because she was supposed to as a daughter of Israel. And while she's there, Jesus sees her. He breaks the Sabbath He touches her, although she is unclean, because of her ailment, and he heals her. We see so many things wrong with his behavior for that time, for the law in which they were to follow, and yet he doesn't do it in secret. He does it so he can get caught, so that they can see what is going on? Now this made me think a little bit. <clears throat> uh, there is a town between Tulsa and Dallas, if you're driving down Highway 69, right? You get off the turnpike, head south. Um, it is a well-known speed trap. Some of you may or may have not met the one or two police officers that are on the force in this tiny town. Okay? Okay. Usually the cars that are stopped have out-of-state tags because they don't know what, what lies ahead for them. Anybody name that town? Well, I heard it. Stringtown. Yeah, Stringtown. Right? <laughs> There's a whole series of them, but we're not going to talk about that. It'll ruin my sermon. Just kidding. But that's what Jesus is doing here. He sees the speed trap ahead and he doesn't hit the brakes. He hits the gas so that he will get caught. And the Pharisees come right at him. Now these men that are coming at him telling him how wrong he is, just like the woman who he has healed, are hunched over and crippled by their own piety. They are crippled under the law in which they live. They, like us, are bound up in what they believe to be right. Now, when we do get caught up in our own piety and what we believe to be right, doesn't it drive you crazy when somebody gets away with something? Like, really, it drives you nuts because you don't believe that that is the right thing. However, Jesus just calls them out right away ask them about helping their livestock and giving them water on the Sabbath and if I remember any of my seminary classes I believe there was some sort of loophole that they could do that anyway right that's the point but this passage from Luke shows us the real heart of Jesus he sees us crippled and bound by all of the things in our lives he sees us and he longs to set us free He longs to set us free. Over the past few weeks, there's been a little bit of a theme in our sermons, unintentional, but we've been discussing the fact that we are not in control. And some people have come up and talked to me and said, I'm a little uncomfortable with that, but it's true. My favorite criticism of a sermon ever, I hated it, but I needed to hear it. Right, We've discussed what might be holding us back. What might be crippling us. My friends, I know that there is something in your life which has bound you. Something that you keep secret deep in your heart that you won't even say to God. And I say that Because I know we are all human and we all have those things that we try to hide from the world. These are the things that cripple us. And they can bind us up so tightly that we are completely overwhelmed by the weight of the issue. But I have some good news for you today. Jesus sees that part of you the thing that you try to hide from the world, he sees what has bound you and desires to set you free. He longs to give you the freedom that you so desire. By God's grace, you, are no, you no longer have to live your life bound in secret. You no longer have to live hunched over and crippled in fear that someone might find out. By his grace, he makes us all upright and heals us. And because of that, you are set free. Not to continue in the law, but in the everlasting life of the crucified and risen Lord. Amen.